0: happy monday everybody welcome to the marriage monday hosted by the unconventional family where we are going to talk all things love and marriage and we're going to throw in a good dose of jesus with it
1: marriage always has always will be worth fighting for
0: y'all get ready to listen
1: Welcome. Happy Monday. We have another <laughs> Monday about marriage. Marriage Monday. How many times can I say marriage and Monday in the same sentence? Marriage Monday, Monday, Monday marriage.
0: Monday, marriage, marriage Monday. Happy Monday. Happy marriage.
1: Welcome back. Thank God it's Monday. We're going to talk about marriage today. I hope that your marriage, if you are married, is going well. If it's not, just understand that it can get better, and it will, if you feel like putting in the effort to it. If you are not married yet, you can still have a listen and you'll be way ahead of the game of people that get married and haven't listened to any advice from people that have been married. And anyway, so we're going to dive right in. The topic of the day today is the vows.
0: The first thing Um, you do in marriage.
1: The marriage vows. And why are the vows important? Well, it's in the very word vow. I don't know the definition of vow. If you want to look that up, you can. Let me do my research. Here's the deal. Vow to me, and I'll let Amanda pull up the official definition of vow, but a vow to me is a covenant, a a, a promise, a solemn promise given to another person. A commitment made to another person that I'm going to uphold what I tell you I'm going to do.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you what the Webster says. Yeah. A vow. A solemn promise used as a verb, solemnly promise to do a specific thing.
1: Yes. You know, I've heard people complain before about how quote unquote expensive it is to get a divorce.
0: Oh, it's actually pretty cheap, but hold on. Verb number two is dedicate to someone or something, especially a deity.
1: (laughs) Perfect. I think divorces ought to be more expensive, to be honest with you, unless there's abuse. If there's abuse I think it ought to be free and fast.
0: Yeah. Um maybe adultery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean because if it's one person that's cheating and the other person is what's the word for not cheating?
1: Oh, faithfulness.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think then the the cheater needs to pay for it. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying if your spouse has ever cheated, you just immediately need to get a divorce. I think that you can work through just about anything. Sure. I think the the cheater needs to be the one that pays if it without, comes down to a
1: divorce. Without your word, if a man loses his word, you've lost my respect. Yeah. Uh, and when I say man, I mean a man, mankind. Right. Women too. If I can't trust what you said, what you've committed to, you have nothing without your word. No. I have said these. I've performed about 10 marriages done about half as much marital counseling and I've gone over these vows I know them pretty well I'm reading them off of my phone but I do know them pretty much by heart yeah let's hear let's them. discuss them I Jason take you Amanda to be my wife and I do promise and covenant before God and all these witnesses to be your loving and your faithful husband in good times and bad richer or poor joy and sorrow sickness and in health as long as we both shall live this is my promise to you now now think about that (laughs) in good times and bad
0: yeah because you're gonna have good times you're gonna have bad times don't don't go into it even though we talk about marriage in itself is easy together Life is going to hand you some really tough crap and it's going to suck. That's when you lean into each other and not away from each other.
1: For better or for worse. Yeah. Richer or poorer.
0: Lord, we've seen both sides of that.
1: (laughs) In sickness and health. To love and to cherish till death do us part, right? All of that. Yeah. This is... Is, look, if you meant what you said, if if there isn't repetitive adultery and there isn't abuse, you have absolutely no business getting a divorce. Yeah. There is no reason to divorce and break your word that you gave over, I don't feel like it, this person annoys me, I don't find them attractive anymore, whatever the case is. <laughs> Any of that. Yeah. It, it, it's really just stupid.
0: I think it all boils down to selfishness. Yes. Is is what it is, is it's I'm tired of giving so much of myself to someone else. I wanna do me. Well guess what? You wanna do you when the hubs gets home or when you get home from work, go get yourself a hot bath, throw on a good podcast, <laughs> probably this one. Um, or go make Shamus a target <laughs> Yeah, go make a target or coffee run or something.
1: Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. You know what it. I can hear, man. Oh, that, that takes money, and you better you better tune in for Motivation Monday and hear me talk about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, because I got something to say about that on Motivation Monday. It don't
0: take money to light a candle and go take a hot bath.
1: <laughs> well, I'm saying go to Target. <laughs> yeah. All right. all right, well, make some money then. Right. Stop being the I-can't-catch-a-break guy and go make a hand. If you
0: can't make a <laughs> hand, so
1: to speak, right now in this day and age... <laughs>
0: You're, you're not trying because, I mean, everybody's hiring. There's always a way to make money. But, yeah, that's, I would that's ask, Motivational Monday.
1: I would ask anybody who is married or considering marriage right now to read those vows and say, if you're married, did I mean that? If you're not married, say, can I mean that? Yeah. If you can't, oh, man, if you can't picture that pretty young wife if you can't picture her and you are living in a beat-up house because you've lost your ability to work and she's going through cancer treatments and she's lost a breast and her hair she's aging rapidly because of the cancer and you have terrible issues in the family extended family and one of your kids is going crazy you've injured your back and you're irritated every day if you can't fast forward in your mind and see that and still see it would be my honor to push you around in the wheelchair yeah. it would be my honor to take a second job and make sure we make it if you, if you don't think you're man enough for that I'm talking to men if you're not man enough for that bow out before you start mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: it, because quitting is not an option you know, last week we discussed is marriage in trouble. It's in trouble if you can't stick it out to what you said you were going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a big believer in holding people accountable to what they said they would do.
0: Well, yeah, well, just think about it. I mean, I don't know how many years ago it was, but before we got so big with lawyers and attorneys and everything on paper, it used to be your handshake, your word, and your handshake. That was your contract. But then people got so darn flaky,
1: Yes, we you had, had to involve you had to.
0: paper. <laughs> and it's, just just don't be a flake. Mean what you say and say what you mean. If you didn't want to marry her, if you didn't want to marry him, then you shouldn't have.
1: What do I do if I'm in a marriage and I am extremely unhappy, I'm unfulfilled, I want to keep my vows, but I'm regretting that I got married. This is where people have found themselves multiple times. I have never been here, right. but I know people who have. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what to do after a word from our sponsor. Just kidding, we don't have any sponsors. It's <laughs> <was> like, uh... <laughs> I just had to put a little com- comedy relief in there, okay? So, oh. I'm going to tell you what to do right now. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. What you do is, first of all, You realize that your happiness and your state of mental capacity there is separate from your relationship with him or her. Yeah. Talk to them about it. Let them know that you've got you've got some problems in in your emotional state. By the way, first of all, admit that it is your problem, not theirs. Yeah. (laughs) And then begin to figure out what it is that you feel so unfulfilled in. Because I'm telling you right now, it is not the spouse, unless the spouse is abusive or cheating or whatever. I mean, yeah, that could definitely cause you some mental anguish, but just not feeling the butterflies and not feeling this hot passion and not all that, that's not enough. See, that doesn't, that's just, that's like a drug. It's just a temporary high. It only lasts for a little while. <laughs> it, it comes and it goes, it, it flares up, it, su- it subsides. What do you do? Well, you start figuring out how to fulfill purpose in your life and pursue purpose and passion in your life and then you take them along for the ride yeah you know sitting standing on the side of a football field on a friday night it's passion and it's purpose to me and i look up in the stands and i'm able to take her along for the ride
0: Mm -hmm.
1: she's there and vice versa whatever the case may be i pursue passion I get real fulfilled in my work, in my faith. Go back to the drawing board with your faith. And what you believe about your God. Maybe if you quit just making your faith about rule following and behavior modification and you were actually in love with Jesus. Then you can love someone else. Then you could love someone else <laughs> the way he's loved you, which is not a bunch of commitment um, of uh, rules and, <laughs> and regulations. Yeah. Bottom line. The second thing I would do after finding passion and purpose, I would go back to my vows and I would read them over and over again and I would say, man, I made this commitment. Why did I make it the day I made it? There was a reason I made it. Why? Go back and get a pen and paper out and say, I made that commitment because these ten things, these five things, if you could only come up with two things, these are the reasons that I committed to him or her. Here they are. And then... Go look yourself in the mirror and say, look yourself in the mirror and say, listen here, you're going to do what you said you were going to do, mm-hmm. self. And with God's help and the partnership of marriage, we're going to get through this and we're going to we're going to have a thriving marriage. I'm going to have a thriving life. I'm, if I need to, to get some help, I'll get some help. If I need prayer at the altar, I'll get prayer at the altar. I'm going to do what I have to do, but I am going to keep the solid vow that I made. Come hell or high water, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Until the day they lay me in the dirt, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. I actually would be in favor of adding a couple of things to the vows. Yeah,
0: Such and you can.
1: especially. Well, I'm talking about especially for men towards wives. uh
0: uh-huh. yeah.
1: I solemnly vow to protect you and the children. Yeah. To provide for you and the children.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think those are good ones. But going back to the finding why you married them and writing down why you married them, I think to focus on the things that you like and you enjoy about that person. It is, and I don't know why it is, but it's so much easier to come up with stuff that annoys you. But if you put your focus on what annoys you and that's all you think about, you are going to be in constant annoyance with them Yes. focus on what you love about them what you like about them and I would say after you sit down and have a conversation with them if it's to the point to where you need to do this every night before you go to bed look at them and read your vows to them and reassure if you need it each other sure. of why you're here why you're doing this and, and fight for it and then, like you said, if you need help, I would, you know, maybe sit down with a couple that you want to uh, mirror you your marriage no, after. I, or, I, know,
1: I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I think you should definitely sit down with Clutch Life Coaching.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just anybody. <laughs> Is Clutch Life Coaching going to sponsor this podcast?
1: Absolutely. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Do you want to come in Clutch? Are you tired of being a loser?
0: (laughs) Are you failing in every area of your life? Are you
1: failing in every area of your life? Do you suck? Are you still that kid getting picked on in dodgeball? (laughs) Are you ready to be an alpha? (laughs) Yes. Use code, I
0: will suck no more, for 20% off. (laughs) No, no, but for real, get... Get some counseling, get with somebody. And I will say this, if you are the other spouse and your spouse is coming to you and telling you these problems, calm the flip down. Don't blow up. Try to understand where they're coming from. And this is going to be a true life. It's not you. It's me thing. Because if it's them and they they want to work on it and they want to get past it, do what you can to help them through it because you and you this is something that you've got to remember and this is something that I've said I think a lot is you're
1: on the same team you know I, I tell you this that you just yes that's that's right and men and women both sometimes you have to remind your spouse who they fell in love with because I yeah. have seen some people not just let their physical condition go
0: oh, I know where you're going yeah
1: but every single day, they look like Roseanne. <laughs> they look like Roseanne's having a pajama day. No, I'm saying like no.
0: I n- yes, yes.
1: They ain't no way that that you had some rank breath on date number one. If you did, that that's his or her bad for. I mean, I would have nipped that in the bud day one. Right. You know, ain't no way that. In the dating process, (laughs) you didn't smell good. Yeah. Maybe straighten your hair. Maybe wear an outfit that looks like you put some thought into it and it fits you appropriately. Yeah. Maybe, maybe try to get a little more physically fit. Let me explain something to you. If my wife divorced me today, filed paperwork. One of the first things I would immediately do is bury myself in the gym. Yeah. (laughs) Probably like three workouts a day. It's true. Mm -hmm. Because I would feel like, you know what? You know, if I'm going to have to get back out here on the scene, I have certain standards for what I find attractive, and it's not going to work at 309 pounds or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to work. I'm going to have to give, and if you're single... You're going to have to give people something to work with. Jason, that sounds superficial. I'm sorry. People are a tad bit superficial. Right. And your appearance matters in business, in school, in sports. Dion Sanders, he's a very successful uh, college coach at uh, Jackson State University. You know who he is. He's a Hall of Fame player two ways and played baseball. He said, when I look good, I feel good. When I feel good, I play good. Absolutely. Think about your marriage every once in a while women spray that perfume
0: get that hair looking girl put on your face that's what I say that's funny that you say that the other day do you remember this because I think maybe it was snow day or you were home from work and it was middle of the week and I got up and I did my stuff and then I went and got ready and you were like why did you get ready today you're not doing anything do you remember my response what did Um, I say
1: you said something to the effect of I don't know word for word but something to the effect of um i am more productive when i dress for the day
0: yes yeah and so i do yeah. that even if i'm going absolutely nowhere right i put i call it putting my face on i put my makeup on yeah i do something with my hair even if it is a messy bun i still try to do a cute messy bun and i put i get out of pajamas and put on clothes now is it joggers and a sweatshirt it could be But it's something that I feel good in because if I am walking around here with no makeup, my hair is a mess, and I'm walking around in my pajamas, one, I don't feel as good about myself, so then I'm not going to be productive. But two, if you, and I've done this many a times, I've been like, oh man, Jason's going to be home in like 30 minutes. I'll go throw on some clothes or something if I've had like a cleaning day and like just throw on a little bit of makeup because I think... He's been gone all day. He doesn't want to come home to a sloppy (laughs) wife. And not that you would never say anything. Ever, ever, ever. Absolutely not. But as a woman, I think you need to present yourself in a way that embodies respect. And if you have no respect for yourself, how do you expect your husband to respect you?
1: The rapper Nelly said... A great physical appearance is a gift to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I just remembered that. Yeah. He said that. But what I was going to say is I would immediately hit the gym. You know, I'd probably get a few new things wardrobe wise. I wouldn't change a thing about my hygiene because at some point. Right. I always smell fantastic. I'm very proud of that. (laughs) Yes, you do. Here's the thing. If I would do that to go be a single man, why wouldn't I work on perfecting myself to offer that to my wife?
0: Right yeah and Why not just I? not just your physical body yeah. but like your mental like you right now you're taking some college courses and some college courses that are highly yeah. beneficial to the business that we're trying to create in and, and stuff you're taking like family and psychology. marriage and psychology and stuff like yeah. that i think you need to advance in every area as well as and it'll it'll help your marriage yeah.
1: Well, we got kind of far off track from the vows, but nonetheless, if you said it, mean it, and if you're going to say it, mean it, read the vows, write the vows, make sure that you can commit to doing it. Absolutely. Let's go out with a tip. Tip? Spend independent time away from each other. Yes. You want to have a good marriage? You do not have to do everything together. Right. Right. That's weird.
0: That is it's very weird.
1: weird. You don't have to go to bed at the same time. I know that there are marriage counselors that will fight me on that. Yeah. will no, talk about intimacy and all this. I'm telling you, you do not... If... If your husband has a buddy stop by and he's wanting to sit out in the yard and talk football till one o'clock in the morning, but you're tired, don't be a nagging Nelly and come over there and nagging Nancy or whatever you want to say. And get over there. Are you ready for bed? No, he's not ready for bed. He's hanging out with his buddy sitting around a fire talking about their ninety nine state championship. He doesn't want to be nagged about going to bed. Yes. Which my wife does not do. But I have been in the room where the the one spouse or the other was having a fantastic time either the cackling with her girlfriends or he was having a fun time with the fellows and because one is ready for bed or another scenario you know well (laughs) well i i I, how come i can't go with i don't need to go to target i don't need to go to have some target time have a starbucks yeah get you a a, a large diet coke from chick-fil-a and go park and listen to your girl power podcast and do your thing. I don't care. It, have some time that is independent of each other and then maybe it isn't maybe it's a little easier to be excited when you see each other.
0: Yeah. No, I am and I love us together. Like course, I just and I it it has been great. We just we just got off of having uh, two snow days and then we had our weekend and then y'all were scheduled today off. We've been together for five days and every day I woke up and I'm like, you don't have to go to work tomorrow. This is so cool. Like we get to be together. But at the same time, I truly enjoy my alone time or yes. my time to go out and just do me. I enjoy my girls trips and that doesn't mean that I don't love you or the kids any less because I enjoy time away. It's me being able to refill myself because, and especially as a woman, you and a husband, if you're both giving 100%, you're giving so much of yourself whenever you're at home, your time away is your time to refuel and just refill yourself. And And I don't know. That's my time when I think I come up with my best ideas. So I like being, and plus I like being alone, an emo loner. I like my sad music (laughs) and my long drives.
1: (laughs) Marriage is a beautiful thing. And if you care enough to invest in it, you're going to make it. Yeah. Marriage is a beautiful thing. And if you care enough to make it, you'll make it. I hope we've been a blessing to you today. Yeah. Go invest. Bye.